Hi everyone, it's Babs with another Among the Wildflowers episode. Um, I have been trying to film them, but I noticed that I'm still at the stage in my own, this is being completely fucking honest, that um, while this is, you know, something I'm investing in as a career, as a passion project just at the moment, just something I like doing, um, yeah, I've been trying to film them a bit more, um, be more engaging. Um, but to be completely honest, like sometimes my mental health just isn't in it. My self-doubt is more in it than anything else. And it's it can be hard to film it um, and then be so critical of it afterwards when you know you've you've said some really great things, but you just can't bring yourself to, to put it out there because of, of how you feel about yourself. And in really being honest about mental health, I want this whole episode to be about exactly that. Um, I think this has been, this should have been probably an earlier episode, but I think I really touch on it in each different episode because I think mental health filters into all aspects of our life, you know, relationships, friendships, breakups, intimate relationships, work life, gym life, family life, um, alone life. It, it filters down into every single realm of us. But yeah, I really want to focus on that today um, because it's, it's it should be talked about more than once a month. I think May is Mental Health Awareness Month. I'll have to check that. But it's, it, we shouldn't just talk about it once a month. I think it's it's so much deeper than one month of the year. Um, and I really want to advocate for mental health. And, yeah, I'm just trying to post up the other day. It was a day that I was really struggling. I was, I'm working from home at the moment, which has been a little bit better. I work in a job where I do call people for my job. And I love my job, but I do have a lot of anxiety. So naturally talking to people can be hard sometimes, more than it would be for someone without anxiety. Um, but it was still challenging. And, yeah, Monday I just had so much anxiety that I just couldn't I just couldn't like I had to like my mental health was just not in it and I felt a lot of shame not being able to work because of my mental health um but yeah I, I struggled with anxiety and I struggled with depression it's something I've had since I was a teenager um it's definitely gotten progressively worse I was but yeah I, I really wanted to I put a post up like as I was like crying and I was like you know what there's so much shame around it I feel so much shame around it that I don't want to talk about with co-workers that I I think we need to put it put it put something out there. So I put this post up on um, on Instagram, and I'll read what I wrote. Um, said we need to normalize mental health beyond awareness month. I don't think people quite recognize the daily battle it is to suffer from anxiety and depression. It is a constant struggle to convince yourself you are not all the bad things your mind tells you you are. It affects your work life, your intimate relationships, your friendships. Although I have the most amazing friends who would never judge me. You do feel like a burden on society if you can't go to work because of your anxiety when it tells you you are not good enough. If your past trauma convinces you, you are not good enough. Part of this is because it is not part of the conversations we are having. So, of course, if you're the only girl talking about these issues, you feel abnormal to be the one doing it in such a constant way. And when I say, like, Awareness Month, I think Awareness Month is a great thing. It gets people to really – it, it does its purpose. It creates awareness. It, it re-engages society with this issue. So I think it is an important thing to still have. But I just want to, you know, bring it into the everyday conversations. Um, and that's why I say when I'm talking about it in such a constant way, so it's the daily struggles, you know. And there's shame in it because it is not viewed as attractive or cool to be struggling. And sure, when the awareness months come around, we share the posts and ask, are you okay? But that support fades out. Normalizing mental health issues fades out because we are only recognizing they exist one out of 12 months a year. I know we are part of a generation that has been socialized to think it's cringe to care, to give a shit. I don't know why that is, but I hope to actually start talking about this. And by doing so, we can actually do better for one another.
a daily struggle. When I said that, I really meant it. It's a, it's a constant. It's more than one month of the year. Um, that month is vital to re-engage people, to, re, um, to, to bring them back into their everyday conversations. Awareness month is a great thing. But it is a daily struggle and I think we can do, we can be doing better for each other by just talking about it, by creating conversation out of the everyday conversation. Because when we do that, we take away we take away that stigma and that shame in having mental health issues and in being in, in being someone that has anxiety and depression. There's so many people my age, so many people, friends, my 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 family members, and there's a long long history of mental health in my family. Um, but yeah, we we're all struggling with it. So why? Why is it not normal to talk about it? Um, so, yeah, I just want this 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 podcast episode, if anything, in the least, to just normalise it. Um, and, yeah, and I, I'll talk about a little bit about my own journey with it. I, like I said, struggled with mental health in high school. I was a, such an anxious child. Um, I didn't feel like I really belonged in, in high school. I had friends and I had, you know, but I, I was such an anxious child um, trying to be the best at what I could because I really wanted to make more for myself. Um, and that's why I'm really proud of where I am in my life right now. Like I really need to keep to crush those negative thoughts, how I negate those negative thoughts when I'm having a, a low day is to really remind myself of how far I've come, even though it feels like I've, I've constantly struggled. I still have come a long way since where I've, I was growing up um, back in Sydney. So, yeah, I struggled with it. In high school years, it was mainly anxiety just from trying to get, you know, get the best marks, be the best I could at everything, competing with people. And it was also a lot of family trouble. We, we, I, I might go into it in a separate episode, like maybe I'll have my sister on or something. But, yeah, I've, I've had a really, a really difficult upbringing, I would say. Um, you know, de- we went through domestic violence, our um, domestic violence in the family. My mum has a lot of trauma from that. Um, from being abused she has a lot of mental health issues herself Um, and so growing up with a mum who was mentally ill was not always something I I think you know I'm ashamed to say it but I I, I was a kid that thought my mum was crazy and I was ashamed to talk about with my friends ashamed to talk about having mental health within the family mental health issues you know to be the kid who's going to the office because their mum her mum, their mum's struggling and she's in hospital again and it's hard it's hard to talk about it with friends and I've only recently even told my best my best friend um from high school that about the domestic abuse from my stepdad and about my mum having schizophrenia um so it was all of those things and I never thought that mental health I never really thought of it as mental health in high school like I think I went to see a counsellor once because the teachers were concerned that I was stressing too much about my marks um which to be fair I was <laughs> You get into the real world, you're like, marks do not mean shit. There's real fucking trauma out there, real issues that you deal with as an adult and as a grown-ass woman. So that's how it was in high school. And then I guess coming out of high school, not knowing where I belonged again in the world, that was a constant. I've, I've, I moved around a lot as a kid because of our stepfather. But then also in my adult life, this is my fourth time moving, I believe. Yeah, once to live on campus on my own at Macquarie. Very, found it very lonely, dropped out of uni, didn't know what I wanted to do. Came, came back home to Sydney, you know, went to America on my own without telling my parents, without telling most of my family. Told went to America on my own because I was fucking lost and I, I didn't know what. I was suicidal. I was thinking thoughts that, do you know what? Go to America. Go to America. Live your life. Go do something that you've always wanted to do. Go to fucking New York. You've always been this dreamer. Go, go, go have this amazing experience for yourself and when you get back, you will 
you end things, you know, you, you end things. And, and that's, how, that's how I felt um, at the time. And it wouldn't be something that I would act on, but it would be like, like a logical, it seemed like really logical thought in my brain. Like you can fuck up now and you can go to America and not tell anyone and you can have this amazing adventure and it won't matter the consequences. Cause when you come back, you, you're going to end things or whatever. So that, that was that if looking, I only just realized that that's remembered. Sorry that that's, that's where I was at with that. Um, came back home, you know, I've, I've moved around a lot, have different experiences. Um, my mental health really struggled when my ex broke up with me last year. Um, as someone, as, as a girl who's always been quite insecure, that really took a toll on me. Um, I was really upset for a couple months. It's like all these life experiences that you think, I think they just, they just, they form who you are and I know they shape who you are. Um, we all know that. Um, we know those, those inspirational, motivational quotes. It's like you wouldn't have, you wouldn't be who you are without these experiences. But I think being 20 and being where I'm at now, having a second, having the most serious thing, um, serious thought of suicide just three, three months ago, like where I was, I was actually the first time in my life, like completely serious about doing it. Um, and that was just like three, four months ago now, I would say, um, uh, and I was ready. I was done. I was like, I can't, I can't do it anymore. Like I don't understand the point of being, I don't, I just can't do it anymore. Fuck, why do I always cry? <laughs> Such a, I'm not a simp. It's normal to be emotional. Um, but yeah, yeah. So that's where I was at. And, um, that's made my journey with it. And, um, I think I've done really well for myself recovering from that, that time in my life. I, um, got a new job. I, where it gives me financial security that I've never had before in my life. I've taken a break from uni just because I was like, if you're not motivated at uni to keep going a downer on my life. Like it just wasn't something that I could, I didn't have the emotional or, you know, mental capabilities to be studying. So I've taken a break from that. I'm not sure when I will go back. So yeah, I, I, and I've started PT. So I got a new job, uni, and then also to, to stop, to stop dating to start training I've, I work with a PT to um start the podcast so I've been doing all this these good things and I think how I really want to really relate that to the mental health or really refocus this is um that mental health is a daily it's a daily d-a-i-l-y <laughs> yeah why is <laughs> why why god no um it's a daily struggle struggle um and you can feel like you're going so well. That's the thing with mental health. You can, it's a constant, it's something you constantly have to work on. And you can think, and that's why it should be part of the everyday conversation because every day you have to deal with it um, and you don't know when you're going to have a bad day. Um, and yeah, you can think that you've gone so well and you've come so far and then you have a really bad day and you feel like you're back where you were. Um, and that's where Monday, I just like, I had too much anxiety. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't work. I needed that day for myself. And I took that day for myself and I was sad all day. It's not like I took a day, pampered myself and I felt better the next morning. I didn't want to work all this week. Um, um, and I was just feeling really, really low. Like I just super sad and I don't have vices like drinking. I, I have started drinking recently, but it's not like a heavy thing. Like people know me. I take soups, two sips of wine and I'm done for the night. But yeah, I like went for a walk, tried some wine, tried some journaling and I was just super like really sad and I don't know why it was so heavy but it was really prevalent um on me in me on Monday 
Um, and I put that post up earlier in the day um, and I didn't get a bunch of reactions from it. I got no reactions from it, to be completely honest. Um, and it was disappointing, not because I wanted attention, not because I wanted people to feel sorry for me, for pity for me, to ask if I was even okay even. I, I, yeah, I didn't need that. It was more to think people don't, and I guess maybe this goes into cringe to care, people don't um, engage with mental health conversations. We share the posts when it's May and we, you know, we ask, are you okay in capital letters? But do we, do we, do we check up on our mates? Do we, um, do we advocate for mental health? Do we bring our, 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 our struggles and into the normal everyday life and, and, and encourage people to talk about it and create a safe space and a safe community for it? And that's what I'm trying to do by being, doing these podcasts. It's all about just really talking about every fucking thing a part of our, our lives and normalizing everything and the struggles and the thoughts and the feelings we have. So yeah, that's where I was at. My journey with mental health now is that I've, I've gone to my GP recently and asked to go ask about anxiety options um, for medication. I'm in the process of trying to find a therapist. To be honest, for someone that has mental breakdowns every day, I don't prioritize it and we need to be prioritizing it. I don't do it myself. Like I'm talking about it, but I really haven't been doing it. Like my friends, whenever I have these mental breakdowns, they're like, so have you found someone? And we just keep putting it off and we don't prioritize it, but we need to prioritize it because it is important. Um, so, yeah, I'm in the process of finding a therapist. And I think the podcast helps. It is therapeutic, but it's not It's not therapy. So, yeah, that's where I'm at with my journey. Um, and just I just want this to be a quick one, just like a nice reminder, like not too heavy. Not too heavy. That's not the right word because it's definitely heavy, um, <laughs> deep and meaningful. Um, but just like a, I don't know, a conversation, literally just a conversation about someone you know struggles and journey with mental health that maybe you can relate to and maybe you can feel less alone in and maybe you can take the steps to to invest in yourself and your mental health um um and actually my house step my housemate sat down with me the other day um when I was I was I was struggling and we had a really good conversation about it and she showed me these um these really helpful things to, to like there was like these little cards she got um and she, she gave them to me um about um mental health when we're talking about mental health and things that like our hormones um, not our hormones our our chemicals in our brains um and I think when we're having like negative intrusive problematic thoughts that aren't necessarily true or valid or rooted in in facts but are just negative talk and um harmful things harmful thoughts um that really control they, they try and control our emotions and they make things they catastrophize things they make things seem like impossible especially when we are having these low days so I think it's important to really have maybe a plan of not a plan of attack because I don't think you can fix mental health like that you can't have a cup of tea you can have a cup of tea in a conversation and you can go to therapy and you can you can meditate or you can do whatever your your vice your not your vice your strategy is for me I, like I said I tried walk, going a walk I, I journaled I and those stuff were good for the moment the moment to moment things um but it's not going to be your and why I think therapy is good for me will be good for me is because it's going to be like a constant regular thing in my life where I can work on these things and really mental health is something you need to work on and work through um but there's no quick fix. Um, but it is good to have your moment to moment, whatever will get you through the day. But yeah, she gave me this card that I just really want to quickly touch on. So it was like, 
Endorphins. So it's talking about the chemicals and how how they work, um, and how you can do good things for yourself to you know feed these and feed these chemicals when your brain is having a chemical malfunction and just telling you that you are disgusting and not worthy and you're not successful and you're going to fail and everything in the world is horrible and really making you have these dark negative perceptions on life. So endorphins. These help us to feel pleasure and alleviate pain. Endorphins can be increased by regular exercise and laughter. So I made a joke with it. I was like, sex? (laughs) Not for me because I'm not dating right now. But I was like, maybe that's how you can get it. But like exercise, I know after I go to the gym, I typically or have like a workout with my PC because gyms are closed, Um, which I think gyms – okay, with endorphins, I think a lot of people probably – Maybe I don't know enough about this. Like I'm literally reading off this card word for word because I don't, I haven't educated myself on these chemicals and stuff. But endorphins, we, we we've heard of endorphins. We've heard that term before. The gym has been a. I know a lot of people are struggling with lockdown because gyms are closed. So, and even maybe walks don't work for them. Like being in that gym environment, being with other people who are motivated to work on themselves, having their music, focusing, having that everyday focus, or however often you go, that focus. On, it really does help your mental health. So I can I totally relate to people who are struggling with that right now. Um, sometimes I don't know what to do with myself. But, yeah, endorphins, they help us to feel pleasure and alleviate pains and can be increased through regular exercise and laughter. And then GABA, I, didn't, I don't know what this is quite, but this is known as nature's Valium. So try yoga, meditation, or any activity that helps you to feel calm. So I guess that that, that calms you. Dopamine, we've 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 heard of that. So our reward chemical. Set a goal and achieve it. Try doing something every day, no matter how small, that provides a sense of achievement, like organizing a shelf in a cupboard. And this goes down to it's the little stuff. Like when I say moment to moment stuff, also the little stuff. Count up all the little good stuff in a day. I try and do that. For me, it's honestly cleaning my room. If I can get up, clean my room, light a candle, get some flowers for myself, um, have a have like a nice latte or have a tea, that 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 gives me that 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 happiness you know but this is about our reward chemical so it is for people with mental health you know that it's the little things like if you get up if you've had a bad week or a bad day and you have a shower good on you that that's fantastic if you if you can cook yourself dinner if you even just order takeaway and you eat something good on you you're you're still doing something for yourself if you clean something good on you you know so it's our reward chemical then oxytocin, our love and bonding chemical. So this is spending time with non-toxic, I repeat that, non-toxic, <laughs> um, family and friends or animals. Even just thinking of our favourite moments shared with someone special or looking through favourite photos of people and pets that you love can help release release sorry oxytocin. And then serotonin, we definitely have heard those. I've heard endorphins, oxytocin, dopamine and serotonin. GABA, I hadn't, but... So this is our mood state. So serotonin is our mood stabilizing chemical. Try time in nature every day, taking its goodness by engaging all five senses. This might be walking along a beach, feeling the sands and smelling the salt and breathing deeply in a forest. Also, good food helps increase serotonin. The part I heard from that was food. <laughs> good food. Of course, of course, that's, that's what I heard from that food. Um, oh, it's, it's spending time in nature. Um, I, I live like near the wharfs in East Gosford. So it's really lovely to go down there sometimes and just put my, I listen to folk like the Dregs or Ziggy Alberts and have them in my earphones. Um, Or even I used to love going to the beach on Sundays when I felt like alone, like that's the one place I didn't feel alone. 
And that being, being alone really plays into your mental health as well because you're stuck with your own thoughts. And lockdowns definitely place that toll on a lot of people. Um, but, yeah, going into nature, going to the beach, going on a walk, um, good food. So, yeah, I think they're just – so that's one, two, three, four, five, five chemicals um, that – may may need some a little bit of loving when we are having these dark days and these were just like quick I thought this was a really nifty I asked to take a photo of it because I think it's a really nifty and and practical way to look at strategies for mental health but yeah I, I think um what else do I do I also like I said a journal sometimes I do the podcast that's often therapeutic that's why the idea is uh, sometimes intense on the podcast because it's literally what I'm going through week to week. Um, but also I just want to end this by saying um, it's okay to talk about it as constantly as you want. I will never be the girl to think you're crazy or emotional or too much for talking about your mental health or struggling and struggling openly. And if you want someone to talk to you, that's what I'm here for. And this podcast is meant to normalise the messiness of our life, the craziness, of the, these these parts of our life that are hard to deal with. Um, and yeah, I'm always here for people and I really want to create a community where we can talk about these things. And if I'm the girl that's, that's seen as crazy or, or remote, I don't like that word, especially not talk about talking, especially when we're talking about mental health, I don't like the word. Um, but if I, if I have to be the girl that's seen as too much or too emotional, um, for, for talking about this, but I can help someone, I'll take that. You know, it's, 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 a, it's a sacrifice I'll take. <laughs> I'm fine with it. Um, so yeah, I'm always here to talk and, I guess I want people to know that I, I hope this is more than a more than media that you just consume, more than something you just consume when you're bored. I hope it's something that really makes you feel and think differently, or feel and think similarly, and think that you are not alone, um, alone in this because you're not. And yeah, I'm struggling, and um, I'm doing a lot better now. Um, so it is a daily struggle, but. I know at the end of the day, the things that I often struggle with with my mental health, I guess I didn't go into that. Yeah, just the, what often brings me down is being, is my past, my trauma, my just stuff I've been through. Um, the work, obviously, and my anxiety that affects my mental health, like feeling like I'm a failure or I'm going to fail or not being enough or letting people down or letting myself down. Um those things often get me down. Being alone sometimes does. I'm getting a lot better at it. Like I've become really comfortable with my own company. So I think that's fantastic. Self-love babies. <laughs> and it is all rooted in self-love. If you love yourself, I know people, I know it's, I say it all the time, but if you love yourself, if you back yourself, nothing can fucking get to you. Nothing can fucking get to you. Um, and it's hard. I'm not perfect at all. I, I, will, I will probably have a mental breakdown tonight and be sending my friends crying videos or, or like messaging them about something um, or it might happen tomorrow or it might happen next week or it might have really good weeks. Um, and if you do have, you never know. And sometimes it sneaks up on you and it does. I had, I've had nights that every night I cried for a week straight. It happens sometimes. It goes away. It comes back. It's something I'm constantly working on, but um, I'm trying to normalize these conversations and I'm trying to, um, by even talking about my own struggles, even help myself and help you guys. And, yeah, never hesitate. To, I'm, I really want I really want what's best for people and I really do care. Like I've, I, it's, 
you guys, whoever knows this, know that you guys are the few listeners that listen. Like, it's because you you think like you must think like I do, and you care like I do, and I do genuinely care about people, and I hope that I hope we can do better for each other because you don't deserve to just to be struggling all the time. I've spent so much of my life just trying to survive, and I really want to start enjoying and living my life and not letting these things define who I am and my mental health define who I am, but something that I, I can own. I, I know it's part of me and um, enjoy my life still because of it. Thank you for listening. It's a very important episode. Very, very, very. Um, that's part of the reason why I filmed it because, I mean, I didn't film it because if I was going to have like a, a down moment and think and be like, I'm, I'm, I don't look perfect here. I don't sound right based with the filming um, of it. I wouldn't want this to be the, the episode that doesn't get out into the world. I wanted this to be something that really reaches people. So, yeah, thank you for listening again. Um, and as always, I'm always here. And, um, yeah, thank you very much. And let me know what you think or if you want to chat. <laughs>